Hey, really be, uh, really be, ooh, that's bad. Really glad to be with you here today. Um, we have a lot to get to, and look, I, I want to be clear about something. It's not lost on me that there are going to be factions, no matter how we address some of these stories. Uh, we're not talking about the Elon Musk Apple thing. We're all on board with that. Uh, but obviously what happened yesterday with Kanye, Tim Pool, um, Milo, and uh, Nick Fuentes. Uh, and I want to be clear about something you probably have noticed. I'm not in the business of really attacking other conservatives, even if I disagree with them. The point at which that changes, and I would love to hear from you before we get into this, um, for me, because I think we all have a litmus test, not a purity test, but we all do have a yardstick, is at a certain point when people who maybe claim to be conservatives are seeking to do nothing more than damage, particularly damage to the truth. And if there's one thing that uh, I really, we really do our damnedest to try and seek here at the show, it's the truth. That's why we make all the references available. And before I get into what's happening here, kind of on the right and some people who are disagreeing, and hopefully we'll cover it in a balanced way, I, I realized actually just driving in the car the other day, almost all my ideas come to me when I'm in the car. I don't know if you, do you have this listening to music? Usually it's, it's like, maybe it's sensory deprivation. I need to get one of those salt water tanks. Can we get Joe Rogan on the phone? But I realized that my real problem with the left today, the progressive left, and I think a lot of you maybe have this problem, but we haven't been able to put a finer point on it. We can argue all we want about how many genders there are and the sort of the culture war, but it's a symptom of something pretty um, pervasive, pernicious, all the peace, uh, that the left today is, is, is quite literally, and I'm using the term literally, not figuratively, trying to reverse reality itself. It's almost, an, it's almost this sort of inverted parallel universe. Look, let me give you an example. <clears throat> we know as conservatives, uh, or as uh, God-fearing uh, citizens of this country, uh, that biology is innate. And the left even accepts this to a certain degree, male, female, right? That's sex, that's biology, gender is socially constructed. They don't believe it, by the way, because what is it? It's what to what? Trans male. It's male to female, trans. Female to male, it's not man to woman, it's not woman to man, so right away that kind of goes out the window. But let's, let's accept their premise for a second. We know that biology is innate, and certainly as a Christian, I think that many of you also would agree, even if you're just Christ Christian sympathizers or theists, that values are instilled, right? Values are not universal. You're born male or female. You have no choice over the matter. But values, and you'll hear this a lot, you know, when I was on YouTube back in 2009, there were no conservatives, there really were no Christians. The common argument was, if I need a flying spaghetti monster to tell me not to kill, then I'm a horrible person. You're just a horrible person using God as a crutch. Well, hold on a second. The idea of not killing... That's not a universal value. Certainly for a long time, calling the weak wasn't considered murder. Mercy is not a universal value. Mercy was actually seen as a weakness up until modern Christendom. Let's not just use murder as an example. Let's talk about values like theft, the concept of personal property. Hey, why don't you cheat on your wife? Why don't we have child brides? Oh, if I need a God to tell me not to have a child bride, I'm a horrible person. Well, there are plenty of places across the globe right now still have child brides. Monogamy isn't a thing in a lot of these countries. Theft is not punishable in the same way that it is here. When you go down the list of values, you have to realize inherently that they are not innate. So we know that biology is innate and values are instilled. The left wants you to believe the exact opposite. They want you to believe, and this is the argument that they're making, that biology is instilled, that gender, and really like we said, sex, they're interchangeable now, are instilled. It's not innate. You're not, you're not born male or female, but they want you to believe that values are innate. 
I don't need a God to tell me to insert whatever it is here. So while we know that biology is innate and values are instilled, and if you don't accept that premise, you are doomed to a society that will crumble because you will have a society that no longer instills values because you take them for granted. And we have a society right now that wants us to believe that biology is instilled by some social construct, but that these values we take for granted, and we take for granted specifically because of the cumulative effect of these values being instilled into the citizens of our nation and the founders of our nation, they want you to believe that those are inherently innate, and there's no risk of those going away. It's the exact opposite. If you do not stay like a dog on a bone in instilling values and reiterating them and strengthening them on a generation-by-generation basis, you are doomed to fail. So it's not about trans and the gender bender or gay marriage or, or, or even the uh, whatever the company was, I f Bella, Bella Siaga, I always forget the name, some company no one cares about with bondage, kids in commercials. Uh, it's not just about that. It's about the idea of society itself and reality and truth. There's a direct attack on truth taking place right now. And I think that's why people are getting so aggravated and they're not always able to communicate it. And we'll be talking about that today. Before we get into anything, I want you to know, I do not think that Kanye West is a dumb person. There's a difference between being dumb and being inarticulate. He's an artist. He's not a speaker. So please understand that as we examine this conversation, it is through the lens of seeking truth and uh, not to denigrate any one individual. But uh, I do think that we're at a turning point here. We've been making some great strides. And we just can't give over the territory that's been hard fought. Because it's been a long battle. And right now, through the end of the year, all of you, it is a battle of inches. That's why you have to fight like hell. And uh, we are closing out our Rebels with a Cause tour, which has been fighting like hell just to not be removed from venues. Baltimore, uh, December 3rd. See you there. Let's get on with the show. This fall, prepare. For two rebels with a cause. The Rebels with a Cause Comedy Tour. Tickets on sale now at louderwithcrowder.com slash tour. You ever have one of those moments where you just realize something that you do every day? You're going, oh my gosh, there's a lot to keep track of here. I got a timer. I got, I got you guys telling me when I got to go. <laughs> I got to bring up clips. I have to provide references. I'm like, huh, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. I'm not a maestro. Oh, you, you are. are. Kind of, yeah. yeah. All. all right. Glad <laughs> to be. Why do you make us call you the maestro? Well, it's a separate. <laughs> it's above your office door. That's a contractual issue. Oh. More <laughs> of a power move, really. Yes, well, it works. <laughs> what? Maestro. You got a problem with it? You trying to control my finances? Huh? I'm okay. Sorry. So, this is going to be one of those shows. Look, just. 
just please let us provide you with all of the context that yes. we can before you get mad or, you know, some people, I know there'll be this reflexive reaction of, oh, that person, I like this person. And I under, I have to be careful here because I've had interactions with a lot of people who are involved with these stories. You know that I know Tim, Tim Pool's a friend. Um, you know, Great I've guy. had interactions with Milo Yiannopoulos quite a bit. Uh, I haven't had any interactions with Nick Fuentes. You know that I've been a Kanye. I know some people say yay. I, I don't mean anything by it. It's not like I'm trying to call you Cassius Clay, even though you ditched your slave name and joined the Nation of Islam. It's just I know you as Kanye because I listened to you growing up. I'm a huge fan of Kanye West. <laughs> but this is something we're going to have to address uh, based on what happened yesterday and has come to a boiling point. But more importantly, I want to talk today about the White House, about big tech, and every major media outlet right now targeting Musk. And it's not because it's not a free speech issue. I sh let me clarify. It's not only a free speech issue. The consequence, right, the ramifications are the, it could include the loss of free speech. It's about eliminating competition. You have five companies. Well, you have two companies who control 95% of the information allowed on the App Store. And you have five companies who control virtually all of the exchange of information online, trying to eliminate the one person, the one person who's decided that they aren't going to go along with it, with Elon Musk. And you have these dog whistles from the White House saying, yeah, yeah, more of that. Let's eliminate these people because they are dangerous. And I think Jordan Peterson has talked about this. I've been talking about it for years. Your goal should always be to be a dangerous person and to not have to wield it. People should fear you. People should respect you. And you should be uh, gentle and gracious. And then carry a big stick when you need it. So we'll be talking about all of that and more. JLA, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm a little pissed off. Really? A little bit. Ooh. Ooh. A little fiery. He's spicy. This is this is about Ooh. as mean as... Mm -hmm. See? That's what I have. Did you Ooh, remember my. those commercials, the Burger King commercials with Joel McHale? Yeah. I'm spicy. Oh, yeah. It was pretty funny. This guy's yeah, yeah. pretty funny. Then he's on Toxic. <laughs> I'm like, it's the spicy guy. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, I have the Asperger's. It's a, what it is. <laughs> you just don't cry. You're going to end up in the stupid baby river. Yes, you are. <laughs> that's a perfect intro for today's show. I uh, was thinking, yeah, that's uh, the greatest voice I could have done. And just for people who are like, well, well, we're running all of the Louder with Crowder Bible stories. I think there's six or seven yeah. because we realize that sometimes you miss them, so you get to see them chronologically all the way up to the rapture. Uh, you know him, you love him, fastest man on his feet. Our last show this year still has some tickets left. Baltimore, Maryland, December 3rd. Go to loudwithcrowder.com slash tour for tickets. It's the only place place that has had tickets left for a very long time and i've heard you people in dc and virginia uh, i thought this was close enough and you're like yeah it might as well be the middle of nowhere we're not going to baltimore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i hear you sorry lesson learned fastest man on his feet quickest wit in the west dave Lando, how are you sir ahoy good how about you good yes getting ready to navigate this minefield i know i'm oh, kind of wondering how we're gonna do this well at least i look like i'm 12 i shaved for real today and i don't like it <laughs> It's more so that you're wearing a hat that's two sizes too well, large. It's true. It's got Woodsy the Owl. You look like the Cosby kid with the thing that's I pulled got over his chalk demon on my shirt too. Of me uh -oh. and you. Oh, that's right. A fan came up and gave those yeah. to us. I don't think that's a good shirt to wear. That'll I, be clipped I realize, and taken out of context. I realized a lot of the things that have involved me so far today is not good. Don't worry. I'm about to top it. So, <laughs> before we get to it, what are your thoughts? On Yay, on Kanye West walking up. That's the question of the day. We'll have a lot of questions today in the Tim Pool uh, show. Is it Tim Pool podcast? Is it Tim uh, Cast and IRL? Tim Cast IRL is what he yeah. was on, yeah. Okay. So we'll be talking about that quite a bit. And I think the more important story is what's going on here with Apple and with Elon Musk and big tech. And then also, I don't know if you know this, the rail workers oh. strike, which was just pushed. It was going to happen before the election. And like OPEC, Biden said, can you just push it to after the election? Sure. You don't need Dominion voting machines to be rigged for an election to not be fair. If you just push all the economic calamity to after the election, hey, 
That's enough. Of course, also covering up the uh, uh, you know smoking crap and uh, crack and sexting your niece. That also helps. <laughs> that does. I mean, you didn't smoke cheese. You'd call it crap. That's true. Either way, depends on what kind of cheese. Yeah, I wouldn't call it that. It was a nice Kerrygold. No, grass-fed from Ireland. Yep, Gouda. That's what Maybe people tell Gouda. me. Something about vitamin K. I don't know. We're gonna try and thread this needle. Speaking of threading the needle, here's someone who can't, Doug. So, <laughs> this happened this weekend, and I sent it to you. I yes. sent it to everybody. I yes. haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's good. You haven't seen it yet? Fresh eyes. You didn't send it to Gerald? <laughs> I, yeah, you sent it to everybody but me. I wasn't going to bring that up. So the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, you know, they had the, uh, the the LGBTQ band, which just means it's a lesser band. Not because they're gay, but because every member, from what I understand, has to be gay. I don't know why this should be in a children's parade. But that just means that you're drawing from 2% of the talent pool. They were definitively bad. And I did notice a theme of fat pride at the Macy's Parade. Uh... <laughs> And I was watching this, and look, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, having a little bit more. You know, right. you know, there's a little bit of a weight problem sometimes, me, buddy. So I get it. <laughs> However, if your job is to be a cheerleader, if your job uh, includes uh, athletic endeavors, <laughs> it would seem to reason <laughs> that it would help to be athletic. So this is one of the, what are they called, rangerettes? I don't know, baton twirler. Mm -hmm. And before what you are about to see happened... I turned to my sister-in-law and I said, yeah, that broad's going to get winded. There's no way she's making it all the way through this. <laughs> that's a two and a half and mile she was parade. like, come on. No, that's not. Be nice. And then this happened and she just hung her head and said, okay, I get it now. This is at the Macy's Day Parade. Everyone missed this. See if you can spot the moment where this woman realizes that she is in uh, over her chins. Lower right. Lower right. Look at this throw and the kick. <laughs> Show it one more time for those who missed it. It's like a Steven Seagal kick. There's plenty of time to do a perfect roundhouse kick. Look, Baton goes up. She completes the kick and still has three seconds to win. Just for comparison, can we get like an actual kick? Like you've seen people do this. They're very, very, very athletically gifted. It's, it's her first day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The Rockettes in 10 years There's just going to be, be, just yeah. gonna be throwing knees. Somebody out there like, well, they kick yeah. high. There's only six that, of so. them on the whole stage. <laughs> like, we'd like to have more. We just can't. Like, if this was just someone doing kick work at the gym, you wouldn't say a word. Right. When it's your job to throw an impressive kick as part of the grand finale in the parade, you should probably be able to maintain your wind long enough to throw a kick let or, or fake it. That just... We can, it's like when you see someone jogging, you ever see someone jogging when you're driving to the car and they look around and they start walking. Mm -hmm. I always make a point to roll down my window and laugh. <laughs> yes. That was That's someone helpful. giving up in plain view. It's like, I throw pennies. <laughs> throw pennies. I said, I throw pennies. I yes. you're going to huck cheeseburgers at them. <laughs> no. I actually, I've had Steven yell at me from many I'm times. Jogging. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It's more jog. of a speed walk. Yeah, yeah. By I, the way, it doesn't require as much lycra as you think it does. <laughs> well, just eating ice cream, power walking. <laughs> Gotta stay fueled. Hey, Whoa. shouldn't little girls be looking up? You know, look, what happened to like little girls want to look up to like, ah, someone who's a great athlete. Look, it's not lost on me. The incredible athletes, cheerleaders, rangerettes, yeah, yeah. whatever the people who do the baton twirling, they do the rifle, whatever. I don't know the names of them. My point is hats off to you. It is difficult. How are you allowing such non-athletes amongst your ranks? I, I got I, I got one. Because she and doesn't have a rifle. Yeah. He this guy's probably the LGBT community, but check this out. Of course it's Freddie Mercury. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> he asking Simon to call him. 
here comes his kick. I hope. Here comes a kick. Boom. There you go. <laughs> wow! <laughs> All right. I mean, that was a little higher. Just, just I mean, that's a lot of effort to get your dad on to talk to you again. Yes. <laughs> Called his, Did you see me? What? Who's oh. this? Yeah. I keep sending it to voicemail. Why the sequins? If you're not doing anything useful, go in backstage, get my stone. Ah, good. You're stretchy. That's yes. great. I'm going to call your sister. Yeah. I wonder how you got to be so bendy. It's a mystery to me. She goes to college at Berkeley. I guess you're both gifted. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I just thought I, I was peeing myself laughing on Thanksgiving. Yep. Then I watched the dog show. So you watched the dog show? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. What is it? The West? The Westminster Dog Show. Well, John O'Hurley was on this show. <laughs> the West. Sorry, I always think the. I always get the two confused. We've done it before, but if yeah. you think the West, gay. no, okay. just the West Baptist Dog Show. Yes, yes. yes. the West <laughs> Yeah, God hates toys. Yeah, yeah. Westboro yeah. Baptist. God dog hates show. pugs. I don't. Well, maybe. Whatever. I don't know. They have all kinds. They're of all white dogs. <laughs> yeah. God hates chihuahuas. Well, that's probably. Good. <laughs> Careful talking about white dogs. You're about to cross some lines. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, I love dogs. Joe Lewis didn't hear it. Okay, he good. Joe, Joe, I love. It's you, not Joe. his fault. He was born that way. Right. I know. He's loving of all dogs. He doesn't have to be so proud of it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know why he has so many hoods. So, <laughs> Kanye West on Tim Pool. All right. This just happened last night. Yeah. This is making the rounds everywhere. Uh, full disclosure: obviously, Tim Pool has been on the show many times. Uh, I consider myself friendly with Tim Pool. I actually think that Tim Pool is. You know, I think he's being attacked from both sides. I actually think he did a pretty fair job. But look, this is what happened. Kanye West, yay for people who are not familiar. Sure, it was P. Diddy. Is he still Diddy? Is he, he was Puff Daddy, then he was Puffy, then he was P. Diddy. Is he just they Diddy? changed too many times. Okay. No Sean Combs is how I... Sean Combs. Yeah. Puffy. Right. All right. <laughs> Me and his accountant call him that. Right. Either way, someone's getting shot in a nightclub. <laughs> yes. So uh, Kanye West appeared alongside Tim Pool uh, with his, uh, I guess, people who are working on his campaign or advisors, right? This was the dinner that had taken place at uh, Mar-a-Lago. I don't really know if it was a dinner so much as a brief snack. And there are a lot of questions surrounding it. We didn't talk about it yesterday because we didn't have the answers. I was hoping we would get some answers here on Tim Pool's show. Yeah. Instead, uh, Kanye West abruptly left, walked off the show uh, when the discussion veered into his views uh, on Jewish people and whether or not it was anti-Semitic. Here's a clip for those who missed it. They tried to lock me up. That's what it, because every time I'm just holding stride and it's like, I didn't, I thought I was more Malcolm X, but I find out I'm more MLK because as I'm getting hosed down every day by the press and financially, I'm just standing there. And when, when I found out that they tried to put me in jail, it was like a dog was biting my arm and I, 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 I almost shed a tear, almost, almost. but I still walked in stride through it. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think I think they've been extremely unfair to you. I think. Who is they though? We can't say who they is. Can we? Press. I'm not using the. I don't, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking. It is about them it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no. it, it, because when you think <laughs> about not. it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what What do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about already the walk off? That's a problem. He's gone. Well, Kanye I'll did say it right now. Ask him a question. Um, you guys, I, I, yep. you guys want to bring that stuff up, and then have think the we're discussion. Not going to have a, like, a conversation. Like have the discussion. Like you, you think yeah, he's going to come in here and say, "Here's my pain, here's my suffering." I'm going to say, "I hear you," and then he's going to say, "And it was Jewish people," and I'm going to be like, "Okay, but don't you consider it?" So I'm not going to do this. I, I, I refuse. Go, uh, make sure he's cool. 
Yeah, so look, that's a problem if you're running for office, period, especially if you're running for office on the platform mm -hmm. of free speech and exchange of ideas, right? If you ask someone a question and they disagree with you in a way that I think is pretty respectful, you can't walk off in a huff. That about tells you how capable Kanye West is at, at, at being potentially president of the United States. Personally, I was in that chair a week and a half ago, and now Kanye West is. He's not mentally well. No, I, I'm not entirely we sure. We shouldn't share a chair. No, we shouldn't share. He's ye. I didn't share a chair. By the way, I yay. just haven't done Tim Pool because I haven't yay. gone out to Virginia. Just Yay, son of a bitch. This is going to be a whole thing. Sorry. I love Tim. This is a yes, whole like, thing, the yay thing, and most people out there are going, who's yay? Kanye, Kanye. for the uninitiated. Kanye. We'll just say Kanye. Let me set this up real before I get oh, to hey, Tim Pool. By, by the way, though, Puff Daddy's name is Love. Love. What? He said, love is my real name. I just changed my name to love. Uh, it's what's on my driver's license. That's my official name. The love. ego on oh, these guys. Me. Like, I realize I'm not like Malcolm X. I'm more like MLK or maybe Jesus Christ. It's like, I'm love. You did proactive commercials, okay? You don't get to claim <laughs> agape. My name's Agape. Oh, good. You learned a Latin word. Shut up. Yeah, in what way are you like Malcolm X and MLK? Because there's two things that happened to them and you're fine. Yeah. Well, I will say he's not necessarily fine. So let me, let me present my point of view here. Yeah, Kanye right, West has right. been wronged. Okay, this yeah. is absolutely true. He has been wronged. We'll get into he was medicated. He was institutionalized. He's been threatened. He yeah. was wronged. And I do think that he has valid reasons to be upset. Uh, and I think what people are missing now, people saying, oh, he should be able to say, sure, he should be able to say whatever he wants. And I don't necessarily know which portions, well, I shouldn't say I don't know. Every portion that I've heard, I can tell you which part is anti-Semitic or which part isn't. Uh, I don't know all of the comments that he's made. Let me put it that way. But Kanye West has been wronged, and the people right now who are supporting him saying, hey, he's being silenced for what he said, sure, I understand. But he's being wronged now. He's being wronged by a new set of people who are taking advantage of him, trying to say, look, 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 look how wrong you've been in the past. And it just happens the people who are wronging him now, they're not Jewish. And I don't, by the way, just to be clear, I am not someone who is against speaking in generalizations. What I am against is speaking in unspecified, unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated generalizations. For example, if I were to say, hey, 80 something percent of divorces in this country are initiated by women. That's a generalization. I'm giving you a statistic. If I were to say, hey, as a voting block, American uh, Jews tend to vote pretty liberal, which would seem to go against their self-interest in a lot of ways, uh, considering people who are practicing Jews and their values. That's, that's a statistic that you can talk about. To say, hey, all Jews are X, that's now a generalization that's unsubstantiated. So just to be clear, I'm not someone who doesn't believe that generalizations play their, their role and that they are useful. Sometimes people say it's all about the individual. It's not only always about the individual. That's not lost on me. Now, Kanye's been wronged. He's being wronged now to begin with. Some people are criticizing Tim Pool for being unfair by pulling up a headline on the outset of the interview. Kanye only lasted 25 minutes before he walked off. Uh, and the headline included... The, the notion of anti-Semitism. Here's a clip. Uh, I'll just pull up this story from The Hill, which is from earlier today, 5 p.m. Pence says Trump should apologize. It's wrong to give anti-Semite a seat at the table. This, of course, is related to a dinner that happened, and I, I, I was wrong a little on the details. So a dinner happened. Uh, Nick, you were there. Yay, you were there. I just want to uh, start off by how did this din dinner come to happen and, and what happened? I was talking to Trump for about a month. We had scheduled the dinner in October. Okay, so that's enough of that clip. That gives you the context of how Tim Pool set it up. He didn't seem to be uh, incapable of dealing with that question at the time. So it's relevant because what Tim Pool does, his show, is they go through news, right? They go through news and they ask their guests to discuss right. news. 
we talk about news. It's yes. a big reason we don't really have guests on so much anymore because often uh, it's just you guys don't want them to talk about the news. We'll bring a guest on when we want to discuss the guest. They are the news story. In this case, I think it's appropriate. Kanye West was a news story. Uh, I mean, p- people are complaining. You can comment below that Tim Pool might have interrupted a guest. Like, wow, Tim Pool interrupted I a guest? No. <laughs> That happens sometimes. He didn't do it as much, though, with Kanye. I, nobody no. has ever been interrupted on a podcast. Never. Never. Doesn't Kanye happen. should have hey, been wait, Hold on a second. Kanye. I like to have a laugh. No, but it's true. Well, Look. So Tim addressed the point that you made just a second ago at the outset, because <clears throat> Kanye said, when we were backstage, you said I would, or backstage in the green room, whatever, you said that I would be, I would do well with the black vote. And Tim clarified, and he's like, yeah, I think you would resonate kind of with an every man. He goes, but you're looking at the black vote as a they. And he goes, no, what I'm saying is historically the black vote has tended to go one direction, and I think you would do well with that category. I try not to get into generalizations of they. So they had already talked about this yeah. before. He and I don't think that's the off. most articulate way to put it. No, I don't I want understand. to be in generalizations, but I made a generalization. What you right. need to say is there are substantiated generalizations that you need to make for the sake of brevity, and then there are gross generalizations that may be wholly inaccurate. And that's where a conversation needs to be had about your generalization to examine whether it's accurate. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see certain things as a misstep like that. But I I think really being in that situation, you have Yee in there and he's got the same issues that, you know, you do, which is he does. I'm sorry. Pull it on me. I'm going to do it to you. Did I say yay? You said yee. Yay. It's easy. Like yay. Yay. You had a baby? Yes. All right. Yay. On yay. Yeah. So yay. Yeah. I get it. I don't. You know what? He's wrong. Yeah. No, but I, if, if you're there and he's just trying to, he's trying to get it. He doesn't want to be demonetized. He doesn't want to be deplatformed. He can't just hand a mic to somebody and be like, say whatever you want to, because we do know that right now, wherever Kanye's mental state is, he's right. going to go off on something that can get Tim deplatformed. I mean, there's right. a lot of working elements. So for anybody to go at Tim about it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. I think, and this is, I agree with you. My only slight difference of opinion is if you're worried about de- being deplatformed by hosting that person, then don't host that person. For example, right. we've had Alex Jones on many times immediately after he was deplatformed. It was a risk we were willing to take. Sure. One time we got removed for it. Another time we didn't. Them's the dice. It's high risk, high reward, right? If you're trying to have a big name guest, especially someone who, yeah, courts controversy. So let me. Well, I honestly like Kanye, you know, honestly, and I don't think he hates Jewish people. I really don't. No, I don't think he hates Jewish people. I think he's been wronged. And yes. I think that he's aiming sometimes a howitzer. He's being imprecise. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he's not wrong about everything. Look, is there a conversation to be had about secular hum- humanists with Jewish last names in Hollywood exploiting people? Uh, in positions of, uh, you know, the performance arts talent. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, that happens in the conservative movement, too, behind the scenes. Yeah. People sign contracts where they don't know what they're signing. Yeah, it's true. Is there a disproportional, uh, disproportionate number of people with Jewish last names in higher banking? That's, that's an argument that can be made. But then when you get to it's because they're Jewish and all Jew- well, now we have a problem, not because it's offensive, but because it's inaccurate. So let me first set this up. Kanye West has been wronged. And I do think that this matters because it might provide some context as to uh, his mental state. So early November, he released some text messages. And all these references are available at loudcutter.com. His personal trainer, uh, Harley uh, Pasternak, I believe is how it's spelled, tried to have him committed. This is what the guy said. I'm going to help you one of a couple ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or you saw in a tweet. Second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with kids just won't be the same. Okay, let me be really clear about something. That's the level of evil that warrants 
a face-to-face ass-kicking. Invoking the guy's children. And by the way, a lot of people, it's a very common fear of being locked up, of yeah. being institutionalized yes. against your will. That is cruelty. And keep in mind, this is someone who has been hospitalized allegedly against his will. And that does. Look, people use the term triggered or PTSD. Being locked up against your will and drugged out of your mind, that'll do it. That will do it. Let's go to 2016. Pastor Nick, uh, ish, he had a, there was a phone call that he made that resulted in Kanye West being uh, hospitalized. And by the way, this is a guy, well, let's parse kind of the conspiracy theories versus reality. Pastor Nick, he experimented on Canadian soldiers on behalf of Canada's Department of National Defense. Uh, this is where some people have said MK Ultra Wasn't able to substantiate that. That seems like it's more of a CIA American program. It is real, just to be clear. Yeah. But he did experiment on Canadian soldiers, and this does seem to be a man who is capable of cruelty and issued cruel threats, and this is someone who was probably mentally abusing Kanye West for a very significant amount of time. Here is... Uh, this man talking about the experiments in an interview. So working for the military, I wasn't governed by the same laws that the typical person was, so I could look at the impact of certain drugs that are not that Is are he not interviewing himself? Yes. <laughs> so we looked at a drug called modafinil, okay. which was for narcoleptics. So if you give a soldier this um, drug, uh, how long could they stay awake for without uh, having any health detriment? It's very interesting, modafinil... It will keep you awake, but it's not a stimulant. It looks like him. So if a special forces person has to stay awake for three nights waiting for the right opportunity to do whatever they have to do, we could give them a daffodil and would keep them alert. So this is a douchebag who's familiar with pharmacology who has used it to experiment on soldiers and is threatening to use it against Kanye West, against his his will. He's also helped people like Mac Miller... Uh, Ellen Page before she was Elliot. He's really been. Brittany if you, Murphy. Why don't you, Brittany He's Murphy? He's batting a hundred. Yeah, go ahead and Google who this guy has helped. Let me guess. Amy Winehouse. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah for oh, real. that was just a yeah. guess. Really? No, for real. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guess. Oh, what a piece of shit. No, this guy. Yeah, he's. Yeah, Elliot Smith. Yeah, he. <laughs> See a trend. He, Morrison. Yeah, he cleans stuff up. <laughs> that seems. guy in a star is born. I don't know his name. Yeah. Uh, He's Luca Brasi, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Kanye West was was wronged. He was used. Here's the thing. He's being used now. So there are a couple different theories as to what's been going on. And this is just some of this is going to be speculation. Hopefully I can present a case to you uh, as to why. So uh, remember, this is what happened. You know, it was last week. There was Kanye West. He brought uh, Nick Fuentes, uh, uh, Nick, Nick, Nicholas Fuentes, mm-hmm. Milo Yiannopoulos to Mar-a-Lago for a dinner with uh, Donald Trump. Okay. So that happened. By the way, hit the like button, hit share, because this is something that the, is being memory hold on YouTube, and we'll talk about Apple and Elon Musk. It's probably going to be a little bit longer of a show today, just to let you know. Uh, here's the thing. So Kanye West uh, has brought in someone like, like Milo and someone like Nick Fuentes. Now, the motivations there do matter. If you're a conservative, right? Let's say you like Donald Trump. Let's say you like Ron DeSantis. It doesn't really matter because these people, I would argue, want to destroy all of it. They don't want the conservative movement. They don't want Republicans to do well. They certainly don't want Trump to do well. There is a personal vendetta against Donald Trump with these individuals. So he brought these individuals to Mar-a-Lago, which was not vetted by uh, uh, Donald Trump, which I think was foolish. Yeah. I don't think you should let anyone in there and sit down with, with them for dinner. Um, if their goal was to, was to actually uh, uh, basically inflict damage on Donald Trump, well, then it's been incredibly effective because it's been a media cycle now for oh, three yeah. days. And Milo Yiannopoulos has quite literally communicated in the past because he felt wronged 
his desire to take uh, Donald Trump down. Here you go. Here's a quote. I lost everything helping put Trump in office. My life and career were completely destroyed. Was it worth it? No, I feel utter, utterly betrayed. I will have vengeance. I am dedicating the rest of my life to the destruction of the Republican Party. Burn the Republican Party to the effing ground. Jeez. That seems pretty clear in motivation. So my question is then, okay, Kanye West, did he know or did he not know? But I think it would be pretty clear as to Milo Yiannopoulos's motives goading, goading to Mar-a-Lago and yeah. goading Kanye West at this point. He, Kanye West is being, I believe, used as a pawn again. And you guys shouldn't be championing it because he says a couple of things that you like. The guy needs some help. Yeah. The guy needs some support, not from charlatans. Let's go down the list to this uh, Nick, uh, Nick uh, Fuentes character. He once called Donald Trump cucked for, and he was very upset that Donald Trump disavowed white supremacy. Yeah, for him to disavow white supremacy is very cucked and blue-pilled. You know, totally, totally wrong. Okay. Yeah, why would a president do that? Yeah, why would a president do So for the same reasons that we liked him, where we said it was pretty clear that he said, I'm not, I'm not right. talking about white supremacists who should be disavowed totally. Right? So I'm not talking about them. They were fine people on both sides. You do have people out there who actually hate that Donald Trump disavowed white supremacy. Is that you? Because if that's not you, if you if you like that Donald Trump disavowed white supremacy while saying there were fine people on both sides who supported uh, at least recognizing our heritage with monuments that might have been a part of the Confederacy and that there were liberals on the other side who had an argument to take them down. If you like the fact that Donald Trump actually, I guess, actually messaged to both portions of the voting constituency while condemning white supremacy, if you like that, well, then you can't be in alignment with these guys. Yeah. Well, and their whole intention, it seems like you said, was just to be a disruptor, to go in. And obviously, we've kind of shown you some of Milo's tweets there, or, or I guess it was on Parler that he was saying those things, right? And he he has obvious intentions. It drove conservatives away from Donald Trump. Right. Because now they're seeing Kanye go in and say, I'm running for office. I'm going to be president. Milo is the campaign manager, essentially, for Kanye right now. Right. I have no idea what Fuentes is doing anywhere near this group of people. But it is damaging the crap out of the Republican Party and out of Donald Trump just by having him there. And you said it right. That's a mistake on his part. If he is going to run an effective campaign to become president again of the United States, that kind of stuff can't happen. Right. Because it's very, very easy for those groups to just kind of walk up beside, and that's all the media needs. And, of course, if, uh, if, if yay. Sorry, I almost did it again. I Ugh, know. Silly yay. me. It's almost like all of this is stupid. I know. If Ye <laughs> wants to be an effective president, he also has to do better than that. And just to be clear, I've you know I've had interactions with For Milo, sure. with Tim Pool. Uh, I haven't had any interactions with with Nick Fuentes. But here is something that I will say: it's fine to have disagreements. You know, Ben Shapiro and I have disagreements. I think that the internet is a better place, the world is a better place for someone like Ben Shapiro being out there than not being out there. Uh, Rand Paul and I, and I have disagreements. I think that we are better off having a representative like him than not. Same thing with Ted Cruz, right? Certainly I would take him over Beto. So there can be disagreements. When there are people though in the movement whose only goal is to destroy with no intent of building, that's where you say, okay, this is a bad actor. That's where you say yes. the term grifter. That's where you say this is a charlatan. So the only interaction that I have ever had with Nick Fuentes right. was we did a show, at, Gerald was there at Texas yeah. A&M. And at this point, I guess he was organizing a group called the Groypers. And their whole thing was going after anyone who they saw as cucked, you know, like Donald Trump disavowing white supremacy. And so uh, we, you know, have our tentacles in every group on Facebook and we kind of keep tabs on people. And so we know that they were planning on coming and, and storming the Q&A session, you know, yeah. kind of loading it up. Um, 
because I'm, I'm an open borders cuck, if you know anything about me. This was the argument for it. <laughs> <laughs> so what did happen, and this is, this is my only interaction with, I guess, the followers of Nick Fuentes, was uh, you were there actually organizing yeah. with Q&A. When we used to do Q&A, yep. Q we'd say everyone who has a, a, a sort of a confrontational question, right, adversarial, go on this side, yeah. and then anyone who's a fan, this is the line, and, and we, we would, would go rotate. one and one. Yeah. yeah, one and one so that no one just dominates the conversation. Right, yeah. And we knew because they sort of had like a hierarchy with, I guess, the groipers yeah. who was going to go first and then follow up questions. And I think we actually have an overlay here from Texas A&M. Yeah, that was one of the gentlemen there with uh, I, the cross because that we was, knew he was he was I was standing right behind him. And, and the minute that somebody and I'm not afraid of a cross, obviously, as a Christian, right, it's not a problem. Not. But the minute somebody holds it up like this and is like going to the crowd like this, I'm like. Okay, something's right. a little weird. Like by either you're Carrie's vampires. mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was right next yeah. to him, and I'm like, I'm going to position myself between him and you. <laughs> right. So what happened is we said, okay, line up here, line up there. They had their hierarchy, their ranks. And then last minute, you said, oh, you know what? Actually, we're going to switch the lines. Well, it was Reg, Reg that did that. Reg, we're going to switch the, the lines. Order. And now all of a sudden, the leader was put to the back of the pack, and the underling was put first. And just, uh, 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 and was stammering. And yeah. you saw after we addressed the question, everyone else peel out. And we even saw their griper group afterwards. Like, did, did you see? I tried to take down the cuck. Like, you do not consider yourself amongst us. You were a stuttering <laughs> fool. You're a coward. Ban him from the group. So these people destroy themselves. And their only goal is to destroy. They've never done anything else other than destroy. They've not created anything. And right now, they're destroying Kanye West. Yeah. And he was Ka wrong, and he's being wronged now. Yeah, And Kanye West has built himself into something pretty amazing. I can't imagine being under the microscope that he's under, the stuff that he deals with. Right. And I understand that typing, I'm going to go DEFCON 5 on the or whatever, it's just not something you should ever no. write. But, you he know, said DEFCON. DEFCON? He didn't say DEFCON. He said DEFCON. That was a big problem. Didn't yeah. I say DEFCON? Yeah. You said DEFCON because that's the proper way. I just genuinely don't think that he knew it was DEFCON. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm going to go, hey, what do you call that? <laughs> Defcon, huh? I'm gonna go Defcon. Hey, uh, Kanye, it's Defcon. Already wrote it, huh? Oh, I thought he said it. Twitter ain't gotta edit. Uh, uh, I, I thought it was me. <laughs> well, no, he said it yesterday. He's like, he said something about American history. Actually, he said it. Yeah, when, I, when my head's on the curve, and I'm like, it's it's curve. It's curve. Kanye. Curb. Yeah. No, it happens. But uh, yeah, with him, I just think, though, that you're seeing somebody who is seriously, his psyche is broken. Yeah. And I don't like the idea Sad. of anybody being manipulated in that situation. And there's yeah. a lot of people out there who want to hate another group. And this gives a lot of fodder and a lot of reason for that to happen. And it's a great way for people to take down Trump, too. Well, yeah. So it, that's the problem. Though. There's so It's a great resource. This, this is a human being right. who's struggling mentally. And now you're taking him to hate each other, go at somebody, it's wrong on every yeah. level, in my opinion. And don't allow yourself to be galvanized by Kanye West and these people around him if they're actively trying to destroy him. And Or, at, at best, at best, um, they couldn't care less about Kanye West. Right? At best. At best. At worst, they're using him as a pawn to enact the revenge that they specified ad nauseum they were seeking against Donald in Trump. In December of 2020. Yes. This was not long ago. Yes, and it has been reiterated many times. Yeah, so even if you times. like some of the things that Kanye has said, and I, and I get it, conservatives, unfortunately, they're real, there's this culture of celebrity worship because you're looking for some transcendent political figure or some cultural figure to save you. And this is a problem. Look, this is a problem with our movement. And this is a problem with a lot of, lot of uh, backroom deals that take place and a lot of these conservative entities that exist. Guess what? There's no bench. They can't build stars. It's not possible. And so they go, ooh, ooh, Nicki Minaj. Ooh, Kanye West. Ooh, Scott Baio. Why? Because Fox News hasn't created a star in years. They're not able to do it. They don't understand culturally what's relevant. And so they're clinging to Kanye West. And I think putting blinders on to the exploitation that is taking place. So it really does. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, below. I do come from a place of empathy. 
I think that he's doing damage, and I think he's being used to do more damage, but my heart does go out to him. I do think that he needs some help, and I don't think that he's probably... I don't think he's a hateful person in his heart of hearts. I think he's not particularly articulate. I think he's an artist. He's not a speaker. And I think he's been wronged and he's just sort of going off like a claymore. I agree with you. And I, I think spreading any sort of like anti-Semitism rhetoric, I think that's wrong. I think that spreading hate's wrong, but it's not even that he's doing that. I think that it's the fact that other people see that he's kind of getting there. Yeah. Then if you put more words into the ear of somebody who's broken and go, this is where you target the blame. Yeah. You're training somebody to speak and to mm -hmm. say, that's why he's not very clear in his thoughts when he's talking. Right. And that's why the whole thing seems very, very shady from the get go. I mean, it, it's all very bizarre. And like you said, the whole dinner does seem like a setup. That's exactly what someone who will ban me from PayPal would say, huh? Yeah. You I, take away my Venmo, huh? I use Zelle. Apple Pay. <laughs> All my payment methods. I use Cash App. Oh, I didn't use Cash App yet. I do direct, I do, you're doing wire transfers? Bank of Kanye, huh? <laughs> now you're just naming payment methods. That's yeah. what I do. I need to start a bank. I was like, all right, this man's nuts. What are you, some kind of Jew? No, I just, a oh, fine. Wait, wait, yeah. <laughs> he did rhyme, though. That was Thank good. you, Kanye. We don't have day here. Yeah, he walked in. This is yeah. the thing, too. Like, he was really, he was wronged, for example, with Chase Bank. I don't know yeah, all yeah, the yeah. stories, but they, they, basically deplatformed with a bank. And is it, uh, what's his name, Diamond? Uh, Jamie Diamond. Jamie Diamond, but I think he might have actually walked in, like Jamie Diamond, who's, I believe, head of Chase. Yeah, yeah. In some, I don't know if he's in CEO. In New York is where in Jamie New York. would be. And I think Kanye just walked into a bank like, I want to I wanna talk with Jamie Diamond, huh? Like, he's not here. That's exactly what a Jew would say. You know he's in the back. Get him in the back. I want to talk to him in the back. He's not here. He's just on 138th yes. Broadway. They're like, uh, did we have two people working. He's talking into the tube and putting in yeah. a little suction. Yeah. Get me get me Jamie. <laughs> I know you heard me. I seen it. So you're setting an empty tube. Now open it. Put your ear to it like Put a seashell. Yes. <laughs> uh, I hope he distances himself. I, I really do. There, the yeah. People you said in this movement, there's a lot of people that quote unquote are in this movement. I wouldn't associate a lot of people with what we are trying to do necessarily, what the conservative movement is or the Republican Party is trying to do that say they are a part of the movement. So I hope he distances himself from stuff like that. Yeah. And I hope Donald Trump does a better job of screening next time and making sure he understands who he's keeping company with. Well, what ends up happening too is this ends up sort of commandeering the 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 fight that we all have, you know, as far as uh, preserving free speech and Elon Musk and the things that matter when this isn't necessarily what this is about. This is about people yeah. who are maybe exploiting someone, people who are maybe being exactly. dishonest. Yeah. That's not the same thing as speaking freely. And by the way, I think the Kanye should be allowed to speak freely. Of and you should be allowed of to course. dismiss his ideas. I completely agree with that. But don't confuse dismissing or disagreeing with an idea that has been spoken freely with a lack of free speech. And I think you have some people on the right who think that if someone says something controversial and you say, well, you know, I don't agree with that, you must be working for the establishment to silence them. Uh. And that's exactly what these bad actors are trying to perpetuate. By the way, this is speaking of which, we'll get to Elon Musk and Apple. That's the big story here of the day. It's a live show Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can watch nothing would make me happier than everyone right now on YouTube switching to Rumble, right? This is the deal. You want, you want to have a tectonic shift of what's happening online? Don't be dependent on the social media ghettos that are Facebook. Uh, Twitter used to be. We'll see what happens with that. But certainly uh, YouTube, Instagram, right? You have an opportunity right now. Go over and watch it on Rumble and certainly on Mug Club. We'll be playing bad movie lines. You do not have to be dependent on YouTube, but many of you choose to be. We leave the choice to you, the people. And don't worry, uh, Tillman, we'll just add, I'll pop that in tomorrow. Um, I know you're looking for a little bit. Uh, uh, I'm just pissed off that we installed that balcony. Okay, Gerald, do you have any more thoughts? No, I, I, not that I can air. Okay. <laughs> 
Do it on Monday. The Jews got to him, huh? What they tell you, huh? I like Kanye. I'll say that. They dangle your kid out of balcony, Suge Knight. I think he's in trouble. Yeah, he's, he's in some trouble right It'd be now. Hilarious if Gerald converted. I'm not black. He's just an anti-dentite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's today we're all anti. He doesn't look Jewish. That's odd. Uh, so this is something we've talked about this in the past. It's there's a little bit of remedial, but it's because I really want to drive this point home. And there are some new developments. We all know. Okay, Elon Musk, Twitter. All right. Good. Elon Musk now has control over Twitter. You look at the list of billionaires. There's one exception here as far as their, I wouldn't even say political affiliation, but uh, I guess their way of viewing the world. It's dogmatic for everyone else. And the top 1.1, the top 1% of the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. I don't know. I'm not necessarily a math guy. Hmm. Neither is Kanye. No one here is. We really should have one math person we here. Should. That I think. Yeah, the probably. best of the best. Um, and Elon Musk is an exception. So. What do we have now? We have this administration, this White House, targeting Elon Musk, calling to action all of the other powerful billionaire tech oligarchs to silence him. And this comes on the heels of some news regarding Apple and what they are doing with Elon. But here is Jean-Pierre being asked about Elon Musk and Twitter. And um, I saw this last night. It It is chilling if you understand what is being said. There's a researcher at Stanford who says that this is a critical moment, really, in terms of um, ensuring that Twitter does not become a vector for misinformation. I mean, are you concerned about the, you know, Elon Musk says there's more and more uh, subscribers coming online. Are you concerned about that? And what tools do you have? Who is it at the White House that is really keeping track of this? This is something that we're certainly uh, keeping an eye on. And uh, look, um, we, you know, we have always been very clear um, and that uh, when it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility uh, to make sure that um, when it comes to misinformation, when we when we comes to the hate that we're seeing, ah, uh, there's the broad they, term. They take hate. action. That they continue uh, to Define take it. action. Mm. Again, we're all <coughs> keeping a close eye on this. We're all uh, I hate that. Uh, monitoring uh, <laughs> what's what's currently uh, occurring, and uh, we see, you know, we see it with our own eyes of, of monitoring, what we're all reporting. For, for ourselves, what's happening on, on Twitter. Uh, but again, Keep social reading. media companies yeah. have a responsibility to prevent their platforms uh, from being used by any user uh, to incite violence, especially violence uh, directed at individual oh, communities. There's the switch. The president has yeah. been very clear on calling uh, that out. He'll continue to do that, uh, and we're going to continue to monitor the hey, situation. Hey, government plays an important role. Tell me about Section 230. Tell me about the protections afforded to these companies like the, as though they are a public utility so that they are protected from liability as opposed to a publisher. They want it both ways. And she uses this broad term, misinformation, who determines misinformation, mm-hmm. then hate, and then circles that into uh, inciting violence. And I just heard someone on CNN yesterday use this lazy argument. Well, you know, freedom of speech. You're never actually free to say what you want. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Who got this shitty talking point? I run into it all the time. You can yell fire in a crowded theater if there's a fire. It's not the speech that's outlawed. It's if you're lying and you create a stampede and there's no fire. You are allowed to yell. Also, there's the idea of private property. If you're in someone's house, of course, you have to acquiesce to their rules. If you're in someone's cineplex, it's the laziest argument that they yeah. can possibly make. Just like right here, they say, oh, you know, misinformation, hate, and therefore equate it with violence. Violence is not legal. Exactly. Hate is. It might be disgusting. 
It might be disgusting, but it is legal. Let's pay attention to this specific portion of her answer. I want to read it again. Well, that she is reading, though, really bothers me. Yes. Because that means the whole thing was set up for her to let everybody You've always been know bothered by literacy. Watched. Wait, you think these questions <laughs> what? are not prepared in advance? I'm not even kidding. By the way, they submit their questions. Oh, the I know they're prepared in advance, yes. but it's just she makes it so obvious, like when I host. Jellies? <laughs> 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 Look, I, I could still answer better than that, Yes, though. you absolutely could. I'd be like, I don't know this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. What's your problem? Yeah. What What's you your do? problem? What are you, a ghost? Yeah. You're going to rattle yeah. the cupboards? Huh? Can we show that lady again asking the question? Just uh, yeah. bring it up. We don't need to necessarily hear, but yeah. a screen grab. Hey, where's Wayne? Look, she's <laughs> pretty. Yeah, that lady's <laughs> about to rattle the bed frame. <laughs> Sucking my She's 100. I'm Wayne. surprised Jump here didn't go full David Blaine. Like, oh, yeah. shit! A ghost! Oh, oh, no! Oh! <laughs> that ectoplasm's wearing glasses. She just pulls out a card deck. Pick a card. It back at me, Satan! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, she does a coin trick. Yes. <laughs> it's all over. All right, uh, it's not being pulled out of an ear. So here, oh. uh, this is the a quote from KJP. That's what they went. Jean Pierre. Uh, you know, we have always been very clear and. That, when it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility to make sure that when it comes to misinformation, when we, when it comes to the hate that we're seeing, that they take action, that they continue to take action. Okay, I'd love to see your comments below. Uh, question. Yeah, who decides what is misinformation? Yeah. Who decides what is hate? For a while, it was the CDC. It was the WHO, which is, which is ironic because the WHO determined... What would be classified as misinformation while they were actively hating Taiwan by denying its existence? Well, the WHO yes. said that the CDC was spreading misinformation yes. at one point because they disagreed. And by the way, they were both probably right. Yes. Can we, by the way, can we just sit for a minute in awe of that sentence, her quote? Which one? That was written down for her. That was. It was written down, and she screwed it up that bad. When we come to it comes, and we, and th I think he, and we will continue to, it, it's just like, uh, can we get somebody, your job is to speak. Why you gotta be racist? I'm not racist. <laughs> it's not, I'm not even sexist, that incognito, racist, Nothing. I'm just saying, be able to speak. Yes. Please. You're the spokesperson. Okay, so it's not so much that she's a female or that she's black, it's that she's an idiot. Nailed it. Good. Okay. I think I we're on like the same that. page. You, yeah. you judge people on the individual qualities. Right. And I particularly have a disdain exactly. for idiots, Jeez. black and yellow, red and white. They're exactly. all morons in our sight. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, by the way, thanks to the October report by The Intercept, we also know that the DHS, the FBI, are actively colluding with big tech. Remember a long time ago, it was Jen Psaki saying, we hope that Spotify, and then insert, you know, how they wanted to censor Rogan here. We now know beyond any shadow of a doubt that they're colluding with big tech. This is the thing. At one point in time, the government uh, determined winners and losers, and it was the enforcing arm was big business, sort of in the Industrial Revolution. That's where power was consolidated as we sort of transformed from a largely agriculturally based society. We now have a, a flip where really it is, a few businesses that control 90% of your life and the enforcing arm is the government. They are doing the bidding for these big tech platforms. Th those are the organizations that wield more power than any government on earth. And our government is in their pocket. Hit the like button if you have a problem with this because while we're talking about this right now, the algorithms wanna tell you that we are dead on YouTube. <laughs> Here's something else. I don't know if you remember this. Um, uh, according to that report, actually, I think, yeah, we have an overlay. Uh, the Microsoft executive, uh, Matt Masterson, texted 
Jen Easterly, the DHS director. Platforms have got to get comfortable with government. It's really interesting how hesitant they remain. Hey, hold on a second. I actually, this is a fundamental worldview difference. Yeah, yeah. I believe that what are supposed to be open platforms should be as uncomfortable as humanly fucking possible with government to begin with. Those are just the ABCs and me. <laughs> Why would we start from the point of they should be comfortable? What good has come with starting off comfortable and trusting of government? Well, that's that's the oh, point. The shock Certainly not this have. country. Yeah, exactly. The shock that these guys have that I can't I can't believe they won't just trust us. I'm just like, have you read any of the news? Like, do you see anything in the last just last year of right. why we wouldn't trust the government to do what's right in yeah. every situation? Right. We're going to get to a little bit more of it with the railroads and pushing that beyond the election. Mm. There is nobody who's gotten a shot that's deeply concerned right now. None. No, no. Whatsoever. I haven't talked to them personally where they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Are we back I, to the MLK Malcolm X? Yes. I oh. don't know which one I'm more like. Yes, I don't know. I'm like Gandhi. I almost Yes. Sure. If Gandhi was thick. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> no hunger strike for me. Gandhi, no. was, that was a bitch move. Did a lot of good. I feel Getting like the guy who rail. set himself on fire in Tiananmen Square. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do. Yeah. Well, you know what? Look, we're all on fire for something. We're so. flammable. Oh, I just feel like going to hell. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I feel like I'm in hell right now. <laughs> Me too. So uh, here's the thing. The, the, the administration right now, and by the way, their cronies, uh, of course, in big tech, they are terrified, as it relates to Elon Musk, of one person they cannot control. They have been so in control of the narrative for so long uh, with, I mean, completely unfettered, that the, the mere notion of Elon Musk allowing people from both the left and the right. We're not talking about Elon Musk removing people from the left. In other words, you have all these other platforms that the left is allowed and people on the right are throttled or they are banned. We've experienced this directly. You can go back and, 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 and watch, I don't know, pick a week, any week, whether we're banned from Facebook that week, used yeah. to be Twitter, certainly YouTube. But we know this. All Elon Musk is saying is allow both sides to have a seat at the table. So what happens? You just heard that from the White House. You just heard that from uh, Jean-Pierre. I thought Jean-Pierre was on CNN no, out of the corner no, of my eye, not. but it's not. It's just a guy Soccer on Soccer players. Yeah. Soccer <laughs> players. I, it's just the corner of my eye. It's not that everyone with the hair looks, it's just that, that I saw that and I said, oh, oh Jean-Pierre's speaking right now. No, it turns out it's a, a, oh, a gay soccer player. Okay, so. <laughs> so yes? Yes. The uh, first straight soccer player, wow. <laughs> the White House can't control Elon themselves. They're not powerful enough. But other companies are. That's yeah. the dog whistle. So Elon Musk tweeted this out. I have no reason to not believe him. Apple apparently is considering removing Twitter from the App Store. That's also important to note. He also, by the way, uh, uh, Musk retweeted a post by the blockchain publisher uh, library that claimed Apple censored its material. Uh, something else. Let's be really clear about this. We don't know if this is entirely true. We're hearing this from Elon Musk. We do know that Apple has pulled advertising from Twitter. That part can be confirmed. Uh, I don't know if they're threatening to pull him from the Apple store. I haven't heard anything from Tim Cook yet. But you have to go with the information that is available. Let's go to the tail of the tape. Apple, their history. In 2021, Apple, along with Google, completely banned Parler from its app store. Yeah. Just to be clear. Do you remember when Parler was the next big thing? Yeah. All Apple has to do is make that threat. Earlier on with Uber, they did the same thing. Now, Uber was doing some stuff that they shouldn't have been doing, but they threatened to remove them from the Apple store. That will get CEOs fired. That will get boards motivated yes. to change in the company, or it will get people's companies to crumble to the ground right. because they depend on the App Store to be in the public. And we'll get to the numbers. Well, the numbers are shocking. You they need are. the advertisers. 
You need the advertisers, and you need and to be eyeballs. available on the app store. Yeah. Absolutely. And you don't just give somebody a U2 album. Right. <laughs> well, it's not so much give as thrust it upon well, that's what them. I mean. They forced it on us. It's for them to take Twitter <laughs> away. It makes no sense. Do you have any idea how embarrassing that was? I open up my phone, and it's bomb. Hello. And I say, hey, what are you doing? It's just, yeah. it's just gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something less That's not offensive. the edge, is it? No. Oh. It's a snuff film. <laughs> Apple still hasn't answered for that yet. No, no they, they still haven't answered for and that. And now yet. you're out there making threats? Yeah, yeah, come on now. You still owe us one. That's just like a dirt. That is the modern equivalent to a dirty bomb. It is. That's how you destroy civilizations from within. I, uh, I would have rather done sex stuff. Yep. Well, you did it anyway, but the two are unrelated. Well, yeah, that's true. So, 2021, they banned Parler from the App Store. Okay. <laughs> then, you also have to take into account that, hey, all right, they banned them but because of hate speech, mm -hmm. right? They're, they're against... They're against hate. Mm. They're against extremists. Well, okay, that would hold water if Apple didn't also do the bidding of communist dictatorships, mm. of authoritarian regimes. Here you have recently, in October 2022, Apple disabled the automatic airdrop function on iPhones in China. It's an automatic, right now, if you have an, if you have an iPhone, go. You can airdrop. Yeah. It's built in. They yes. had to proactively disable it in order to align themselves with the communist Chinese government. Yes. Apple hates the Chinese people and loves the CCP. Right. And some people right now are wow. posting that as though that happened in relation to these protests. No, it was a guy holding a sign up basically calling for the removal of the president, Xi Jinping. And they did that just for that one thing, not the protests that are going on right now. It's even worse. Right? Right. The way that protesters, and I asked this question yesterday. Actually, we have an overlay of that guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, the banner, uh, overlay B6, the removal of Xi's. Yeah, right yeah. there. I was wondering how these guys were communicating because China has such strict control over media and how people You were asking it. that? Yeah, yeah. I asked it yesterday. They were airdropping stuff to each other. That's how some of this information was getting out. Plus, we know that there's some more tech savvy that can get around some of these rules. But now you have no ability to do that. Apple is basically saying, "Yeah, I know this is going on, but now you don't have the it's right. it's you don't have the ability to communicate." No, 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 no. Parler is a much greater threat than are, Xi yes. Jinping. Yes. 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 Or, yeah. How many Uyghurs have the CEOs of Parler killed? Oh gosh. Well, they're getting around I'd to it. I'd say upwards of zero. Yeah. No. You know what? It's a rounding error. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I so I'm uh, just glad that they that they stand by what they believe. In. Yes, exactly. This uh -huh. Elon Musk, you know, that's that's right. the evil right there. The yeah. guy who moved his uh, facilities to Texas. Also, yeah. we have yeah. in August 2021, Apple banned the anti-government engravings in China, Hong Kong, Taiwan. Again, are you noticing the pattern here? When they always line up on the side of tyranny. Why? Because they can continue to keep a good portion of the population of China subjugated. They benefit. The people of China don't. Hey, Apple benefits. Hey, uh, Meta, Google, they benefit. You don't when you don't have access to information, when you don't have access to opinions, when you don't have access to educational resources. They benefit at your expense. And that's when you realize that this is no longer a government for the people, by the people, because they seek to benefit companies like Apple. And not just Apple. Let's just get into the larger problem here. And this is really, this is why when people say, who do you think is going to be the, uh, the Republican candidate? Not that I don't care. It's not nearly as relevant, though, as this consolidation of power with really five companies. If you want to be very generous, 10. So let's look at just a handful of companies that control the entire flow of information outside of, uh, recently, Elon Musk. Right? So you've got Jeff Bezos at Amazon. You've got uh, uh, Sundar Pichai, I think is how it's pronounced, and Susan Wojcicki. That's Google and YouTube. You have, uh, number three, you have Zuckerberg, Facebook and Meta. Then you have Tim Cook. At, what am I at number four now? Tim Cook at Apple. And then you have Bill Gates, Microsoft. That's five people. That's five people. Let me ask you, 
especially if the, something like Parler is removed from the App Store. God forbid they try and do something like that with, with a place like Rumble. Okay, if those people decide in unison and in tandem, they say, hey, you know what? We don't like this opinion. We're going to get rid of this person. Like, I don't know, they did with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. with Alex Jones, with a sitting president, Donald Trump. If they decide that, where are you going to get the information? It's not even just a monopoly. It's that these people all work together. And right now you are seeing them work together in real time to try and eliminate their one competitor, Elon Musk. That is ball retractingly scary. And if you don't believe me, here's Steve Jobs' wife, who, by the way, very fetching. He did well for himself, despite being a dick. (laughs) Lauren Powell Jobs talking about the cultural narrative. It was pretty obvious to me that we could build, we, you know, we, we build out in a very cross-disciplinary way um, our work in you know, capital investing and policy and philanthropy, and we could do this work forever and ever, and we could have the narrative So she can do it forever. Mm. Children's uh, blood by, packs. Uh, by I'm someone who's, My husband's who has in a hell. lot of power, who's completely contrary <laughs> to us, and we could never get to the place where we think we're part of <laughs> She's a, probably a more she just believe and right, equal no, society. Course, and so it was obvious that if we could be part of the, the creation of cultural narrative, uh, that would that would enhance and amplify all the work that we're doing. Which is Hillary Clinton talked about today, is telling the story, getting the content out there. Yeah, she was, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. So these are, Notice these that are Kamala Harris is contributing that's, nothing, that's like every conversation. We yeah. want to inspire the kind of stories <laughs> that pearls, we'd like though. to see yep. told. Do you ever see you buying something bigger, like the New York Times, for example? Is it for sale? Uh, it could be for you. Oh, good. For, is it for sale? By the way, she's a stakeholder, Apple, Disney, The Atlantic, just to be clear. Hey, hold on a second. If you can create narratives, I thought your job was to build phones and like computers that are somewhat see-through that kind of look like a messenger bag. Remember, those were fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a, no, they said create narratives by getting the story out. No, no, no. You want a story out. That's it. And suppress not the stories you don't like. Right, exactly. Not everybody's yeah. story, not the truth, not what's actually going on in places like China. You want your story out so that it doesn't mess with your Yeah, and profits. Steve Jobs definitely didn't create the Good Father app. No, no, no he did not. He would never let that in the story. No. Mm-mm. He was also, by the way, was a stand-in for the Good Son. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh. Tiny what? hands. So, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> Apple and Google, by the way, Easy to let go of. <laughs> they control 95% of the app market. You just heard from her point of view how important it is to create these cultural shifts to control the narrative. She has a stake in Apple, Disney, the Atlantic. 95% of the app store, or app market, sorry, is Apple and Google. When we get to social media, big tech, 71% of people access their their, their news, sorry, from social media. Wow. And by the way, I'm pretty sure that that is a low ball. That's probably a low ball number, but this isn't like being able to play a game on your phone. That's not what we're talking about. Access to information is controlled by two companies right now. That's it. Met five. Well, Google and these guys. Uh, on the app store, yes. On the app store. Yeah. 71% get it from it. That's yes. massive. No, no. 71% get from social media. Right. 95% controlled by them. of the app market is controlled by two yeah. companies. That's what I'm saying. By two, two companies who, by the way, we know beyond any shadow of a doubt are complicit with this corrupt government. It's a not a conspiracy theory. Liberal. Yeah. All of the references are available at ladderwithcredit.com. Again, like I said, we really do try and seek truth and we try and make it so that you can seek truth. Go and check out the references. Go and read these reports. They're very long. They're a dry read. That's why we put them in this format in the show because I know that many of you can't be bothered because I hate having to read them. Let's now, do it for you though. 
These companies, while we also talk about this, the great wealth transfer, you know, Bernie Sanders, uh, who, by the way, gets the support of a lot of these people in big tech, they want you to, they want you to hate each other, the top 1%. Well, guess what? A lot of business owners, small business owners, yeah. they're in that top 1%. Right? When you're talking about this top marginal tax rate, joint household income, 400000 according to this administration, which just so happens to be the exact salary of the White House. <laughs> <laughs> On the flip side, let's talk about the wealth transfer from the middle class, because some old school conservatives in the baby boom generation maybe aren't aware of what has been happening right now. It is true. There has been a robbing of the middle class and upper middle class, and I would even say upper, upper middle class. Everyone from the lower middle class to making low to mid six figures, that money is being transferred to five people, five billionaires. Yeah. The top five billionaires during the pandemic saw their wealth grow by a total of $101 billion. That's 26%. Yes. Wow. 26% increase in their Be wealth. Bezos and Zuckerberg alone, their, their combined wealth increased $76 Jeez. billion. Dollars. And by the way, these five companies that I just mentioned to you, together, guess how much they're worth? A trillion? $6.3 trillion. Wow. wow. Seriously? Wow. Yes. You are not being subjugated by your government. Your government is enforcing the whims of these companies. Yeah. And here's something else that's pretty important. You saw Washington Post praising Apple for maybe removing Elon Musk's Twitter. That's how they try and label it now from the app store. You saw a bunch of media outlets praising this. You saw Don Lemon on the Failing Morning Show talking about how this was a good thing. Well, here's, here's another wrinkle. Six corp... Who, who, who advertises? When they say, oh, look, the advertisers are pulling off Twitter. Okay. I would like to advertise on Twitter. This happened, yeah. remember, with Google and YouTube. They wouldn't let us advertise anything, and they, they wouldn't let advertisers don't. advertise on our show. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. I'm on both sides. I would like to have these people advertise on my show. I know there are a lot of advertisers who would like to advertise on my show. You won't let them, and you won't let me advertise on their programming. What is going on? They're like, ah, oh, we can't tell you that. And I asked why. They said, because you're a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> so who runs the advertising? They're polling. Well, six companies. Six corporations control 90% of media outlets. What do you have? You have Comcast, NBC Universal. You have Viacom. You have uh, CBS, which is CBS Paramount. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. You have uh, ABC, Disney. Then you have AT&T and you have News Corp. So six corporations. NBC Universal, ABC, Disney, CBS, Viacom, AT&T, News Corp. And hey, we all know that these people will deplatform one person. So what you get to say is, look, advertisers are pulling off of these platforms because it's six companies who decide to work with you because then you give them favorable advertising uh, splits. You give them, fa you just, you favor them as it relates to advertising period. We've seen this on YouTube, for example. Remember Vox with the Vox Apocalypse? What no one really told you is that Vox was working with NBC and Vox was producing a show, co-producing a show with YouTube, who then decided that we were going to be demonetized because Vox wanted that, wanted us to be demonetized. They control the advertising dollars. They control the app store. And this administration has made it clear that they are going to wield that power. They are going to do their bidding. Do you feel free? You really think that you would take the power of Washington, D.C. over the power of Silicon Valley or Hollywood? I mean, if that's the case, you need a CAT scan. You need a CAT scan. And do you know how you know it's not true? How much time do you spend arguing about Donald Trump and DeSantis, right? How much? But what lights the news on fire? Kanye West. Yeah. You guys all understand that culture is more important than politics, but you spend so much time in something that bears little significance as it relates to the fundamental changing, a new weaving of the tapestry of our society. Five big tech companies, six media entities, yeah. one administration, dog whistling. Yeah. So one of the things Elon Musk said about Twitter is that you have to disconnect it from being dependent on advertisers. 
because of this very problem. Right. Right. Because it will make you censor your content in a way maybe that you shouldn't. And he is a big free speech advocate. I know he's not perfect in that regard. There's some stuff we need to kind of still work on. But he's pushing for free speech. He said if it dies in America, that's the beginning of the end. Like he understands the problem. Right. And he's trying to get free from these people because think about it this way. If you don't say and do the right things as a company, these guys are going to sick the liberal rage mob on you. And these advertisers are going to start you know, feeling the, the or sorry, not the advertisers, the companies that are advertising are going to start feeling it in their bottom line. And investors get pissed off and people lose their jobs. That's exactly what's going on here. Yeah. You and I talked about this. Stuff that trends isn't stuff that is trending. No. It's stuff that they want to trend a lot of times. Because right. you see something with 25,000 tweets trending and something with 200,000 tweets not trending, right? So you're being pushed All information into your face. These companies have so much control. And by coupling with the advertisers, they can make or break your company. And all they have to do is remove you. Look at our store. And then tripling with the government. But if can't, all- can't even sell a shirt that doesn't say a bad word. Yeah, I know. You that's can't right. can't even sell yeah, a shirt. Yeah, we got removed from Shopify, the PayPal, every single company. We've been dealing with this for a very, very long yeah. time. You can go back to 2009 with me with a blue bed sheet. Yeah, Dave, sorry. No, no. I was just saying it, it just seems to create a subserving class of voters. I mean, really, uh, uh, people who think they're voting at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, there's no... I can't. I just try to find the logic in it. Yeah. And it's not there. Well, it's because it's all ideologically the, driven. Because it's power. It's power, exactly. And all it is is power. And that's if it, that fact is crazy. I've heard that before, but somehow I forgot it that six corporations control all the information that's published. But the scarier part is they're all of the same agenda. Yes. And that's the thing that is, is most terrifying. And they want you to believe that all of America, by the way, you're talking about well over 3 million votes Republicans won in the most recent election. So at the, let's say this at the worst case scenario. It's a split. It's not 90-10, but the people who decide what you see are 90-10. Let me ask you this, because I've lived this. And, and, well, and it's 50-50 with all that stuff being kicked out of the exactly. App Store with Parler, with everything being taken down. Right. That's pretty amazing, yeah. considering a lot of people must still have some morals. Imagine if they allowed equal time. Oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. Hey, what happened to the fairness, uh, the doctrine? fairness doctrine? Remember yeah. that? That was only to do with AM radio, because they didn't yeah, like yeah. that Rush was doing so well. They didn't like that they only had ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and they said, oh, hold on a second, Rush has too big of an audience. We need the government to guarantee equal time. Now, when it relates to the internet, hey, where are you guys? Where are you guys in asking for fairness? And by the way, I don't think that the government should determine what is fair because we see what they're doing now. They are determining what is hate. Let's use logic here for a second. When they say, look, all the advertisers are pulling. Okay. Do you understand, for example, that the advertisers, let's say, on Don Lemon's podcast, I believe everyone has a podcast. I'm sure he does. Uh, (laughs) Would it stand to reason that his advertisers would be diametrically opposed to the worldview of the advertisers on this show. Meaning, Walther, Good Ranchers, they're, they're very likely clear, they're very likely not advertising on Dun Lemon show. Why? Because you have half the country, less than half, and then you have this half of the country. So, if a portion of advertisers are pulling because they don't like that there are, I wouldn't even say conservatives, but they don't like that the platform is open and more free, how is there not another class of advertisers who would want to step in? This is the conversation that we right. had with YouTube, right? Where I said, hey, look, you guys say that no advertisers want to be associated with my channel, which is basic bitch pumpkin spice conservatism. Let's be honest. Uh, what about uh, firearm companies? What about hunting companies? Bass Pro? What, what about, uh, what about uh, coffee companies that aren't lined up with Starbucks? What Well, we've had to go after our own sponsors. And by the way, many of these sponsors are not allowed to advertise on YouTube. And if they are, they're not allowed to advertise on the kinds of programming that they want to advertise on. And then YouTube releases a public announcement saying, advertisers are pulling on conservative. That's what happens with Twitter. Yeah. 
They bar these advertisers or they have a meeting behind the scenes saying, hey, don't you advertise on Twitter. Don't you support this Elon Musk, this Elon Musk competitor right now. Or we'll go, you might lose. You might lose some of your, your, your tax exempt statuses or protections. And they say, OK, we're not going. And then they go out and say, look, look, the mainstream view is that Twitter needs to censor more. Just look at the advertisers. It doesn't pass the sniff test. It doesn't. And unfortunately, conservatives have failed you in a multitude of ways, because while the left is looking at critical mass, and let, let me leave you with this, because there is a real silver lining here. The left is trying to achieve critical mass. Facebook, I don't know how many billions of users, requires critical mass to work. So what do they do? They lose money for a very long time. So did Amazon saying, yeah. we need to get to the point where we control a population. Facebook, that's what they did. Amazon, that's what they did. YouTube, I don't know if they're making money yet, but that's what they've done. They've said, okay, you know what? We need to build critical mass of viewers so that then we can determine how information flows. Unfortunately, people on the right, and I can tell you this, are obsessed with monetizing their base. Look at, for example, look at Parler. How quickly were you sent out promotional emails? Was that list rented out? This happens with a lot of people on the right. They're going, no, 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 hold on. Let's make money right now. We need to be a business first. We need to, well, okay, you can make some money. That's why we create free content and we have mug club where you can go and support us so that we're able to do both we're able to give something to you so you get your money's worth but we do not remove ourselves from these platforms and concede that territory that's why i'm excited about a place like rumble rumble is an open platform and they also have a i think they have their their like pay service thing it's similar to like a mug club thing yeah but rumble is saying hey look we are just going to be what a lot of people claim that they want on youtube we are not going to censor you unless you are doing something against the law and on election night in the midterms after we were suspended no one even came close. We are at a point right now, an inflection point, where if the people on the right, the powers that be, the people with all the money, the billionaires on the right, if they see the inflection point right now, oh, wait a second, we have enough people where we can hit critical mass. Mm -hmm. We don't have to fight billions of users, hundreds of millions of users with trying to monetize a few hundred thousand by renting out just a mailing list. They need to perk up, though. They need to have ears to hear and eyes to see. And here's the thing, maybe some people in positions of power will not be doing that on the right, and it's unfortunate. We will. Yeah. We always will. And I am happy to go out on that shield. And you know what? I know that a lot of you out there are willing to do it with us, and I'm glad that someone like Elon Musk, for all of his potential flaws, is willing to do that as well. This is an inflection point. Elon Musk, Twitter, and records being shattered on Rumble that are bigger than YouTube. That's the first night. There were bigger numbers on Rumble than on YouTube. That hasn't happened Ever. But we've got to shift our focus here. We can't continually concede the cultural battles and say, who's going to win the primary? I don't give a shit. Three point something billion people are on a communist app. Pay attention to that. I don't know. Is it me? Let's, you know what, YouTube, thank you very much. We don't have time to do the rail update. It's a bunch of corrupt. Okay, here, look, spoiler alert. This was going to happen before the election when you're talking about the railway workers and Biden, just like he said with OPEC and releasing the barrels, he said, hey, railway workers, can you just hold it off until after the election so that I can win? And they said, okay. And now, sure enough, they're striking because they want more free shit. There you go. You can check the references at lottowithcredit.com. There doesn't need to be much more to the story than that. YouTube, I'm angry enough right now. We're going to go play Bad Movie Lines, which we cannot play here. Piss off immediately.